I want to say this is very difficult.、Um, the podcast, recording a podcast, is very hard. A lot of things go e s on. Somebody texts you and then it goes up, you know, it records within. So you have to start all over again. And there are some mistakes you made, and like me, I don't know how to edit that out. So I have to start all over again. This is a struggle. But anyway, I'm going to pull through this and I'm going to record this episode and I'm going to upload it hopefully today. It's been going on for two days. So here we go. My name is Heather and this is my podcast, Ripe Banana.、Um, couple things I want to just let you know. One,、um, I wasn't born in America nor went to school in America. I came here when I was 19. So my English is、um, not perfect. And throughout this podcast, if you find that very annoying, and I'm sorry,、uh, but I, I am trying my best to clearly、um, relay the information to you guys. This story.、Uh, Made me want to do the podcast. And this, I decide this story being a number one episode for my podcast. So, here we go. Have you ever felt so angry that you wanted to do something about it, but you don't know how or where to begin? That was me for the last four months. Today's story is the reason I'm here. Sitting in front of the, my、uh, laptop and recording this podcast. I want to tell you a story about a young girl who survived very tremendous、um, crime. This case involves violence against a child. If any of these triggers you, I advise not to listen to this episode. For the purpose of this podcast, I will call the victim as Hope and I'm going to call the attacker or the who、uh, he's a guilty, guilty person. I'm going to call his real name. December 11th, 2008, 30 in the morning, 8 year old Hope was on her way to school. It is normal day.、Um, Of any other winter day, she,、uh, she, she was on her way to school. And if you see, it, it's very normal to see a young girl to walk by herself to school in Korea. I, I did it all my school years, and I know they still do. And I'm not sure because I've been living in America for the last 25 years or more, but still, I mean, I, have, I want to say they're pretty safe to walk. To school. As Hope just about to pass a local church building, there's like an old man stopped her and asked her, Do you go to this church? Hope answers, No. Then this man said to her, Then maybe this is time for you to go to church. Then he grabbed her arm and dragged her into the church building. Then he kept dragging her into the bathroom. Inside a church at the end of the hallway. This man is a Cho Doo Soon. Inside of this tiny bathroom, 
from what I saw through uh, it in a, on the internet, this bathroom was very tiny. They're like maybe it'll fit two or three adults in there. Had a stool and a one faucet on the wall. Um, in this tiny bathroom, he tried to force himself on Hope, but sh- she fought him back. Then he kept hitting her head and face and wishing she would lose her consciousness soon. He even beat her face out of frustration. When he, everything failed, he put her head into the toilet bowl to attempt to suffocate her that way. Slowly, Hope couldn't fight him back anymore. That's when he strangled her to unconsciousness. Then he raped her, sodomized her. When he was done with her, he tried to clean up his evidence by turning the water on Hope's body. So he put Hope under the faucet and just turned the water on, let it run, and left. He left her on the bathroom floor, wet, naked, cold, and unconscious. This is December in Korea, so it is very cold. Her face was black and purple, severely swollen from beating. Um, There was blood coming from her cheek where he beat her face. The entire attack was done in less than 30 minutes. When Hope gained her conscience, she yelled out for help and someone nearby uh, heard her and called the cop. Police and forensic team arrived at the scene searched every inch of this bathroom. It took them over six hours in this tiny bathroom to find uh, find any little evidence they could they can their hands on get their hands on. Police also watched every uh, footage of the CCTV nearby in every corner of the building, every corner of the of the um, road. Um, they watched every single one of those and narrowed down suspect to Jo Dusun with. They got their search warrant, they went to his house and found blood spatter on his socks and blood spots on sole of his shoes that later found out that was uh, Hope's blood. Jojo-sun got arrested about a couple of days later uh, with all this evidence that the uh, police found. Now um, I'm going to talk about Jojo-sun's tell you what kind of person he is. From the information online, he was a troubled child since he was young. He was violent towards his friends and stopped going to school at age of 14. His first experience in prison was at age of 18 for stealing a bicycle. At the time of his arrest, he was a convicted felon with 17 different charges. Out of that 17 conviction, 5 of them are sexual assault and rape charge. And other charges were theft, threat, aggravated assault, assault battery, and manslaughter. He had been been to prison 5 different times, served around total 8 years. When the forensic team arrived at the scene, they found a lot of water in the bathroom floor and the wall. They believed that Jojo-sun had been trying to clean the floors and walls with the mop. Even though he tried to wash off everything, um, the forensic team was able to find three different fingerprints. One, a couple being partial and one being a thumb, I, I believe. During his interrogation, he claimed that he was so drunk that he does not remember anything. 
as the trial went on, he kept changing his story. At first, he couldn't remember anything because he was so drunk. But then, when prosecutor told him they found his fingerprints in the bathroom, then he all of a sudden he said he remember uh, wanting to use the bathroom in the church, and so he went to the uh, church and went to the bathroom, and there's a man came out of the bathroom and went out to the church. And that's when he saw a girl laying on the floor. But he couldn't call the cop because he was afraid that he will accuse him. I mean, the cop will accuse him of the crime. So he just left. During his trial, Hope uh, described her attacker on on uh, uh, witness stand. Um, how he smelled uh, the color of his hair and his skin. And I know, I couldn't believe actually they made a little child uh, stand on a trial and make a, a witness statement. They also mentioned that they covered her a section from him so he can't see her nor he, she can see him. But still, that, that kind of, you know, bit too much. Prosecutor asked for maximum sentence for Tojusun, but his lawyer mitigated less sentence because he was temporarily insane by alcohol at the time of his crime. Those uh, of the profilers who studied the crime scene explained how it is impossible for a drunk person to find that hidden bathroom inside of this church building, because this church building. Is a set weird because where she was walking when Hope was walking by that road doesn't have a entrance entrance to it, so you have to go a little alleyway to get to the church door. And then when you go through the church door, there's a hallway, and the bathroom was the end of that hallway. Either you go to this church to know this area where the bathroom was, or you've been there before. So profiler, profilers uh, stated that his claim was false, and the, besides, um, they believe that he uh, planned this uh, crime or attack. It's not an accident. The fact that he tried to clean up any evidence and washed her with water, it didn't seem logical with the, his quote-unquote drunk claim. Later, I was able to find out Chojusun used this quote-unquote drunk claim excuses for other charges and got his sentence reduced. This is probably why he kept saying that he was drunk. He keeps saying that he doesn't remember, asking for like less sentence. Experts believe that he just kind of knew how to work the sentence system, you know, by making excuse for being drunk. I'm gonna talk about uh, his sentencing and how he only got 12 years. I am not familiar with the Korea's court proceeding uh, or laws or child protection laws, anything like that, because this this a uh, case made me look into some of this, but then I wasn't, you know, able to got, you know get familiar with it, where I can explain to everybody, you know. But from the information I gather. Prosecutor 
failed to appeal his sentence, Jojo's sentence, and change the charges. I had, I guess, when he appeals for next trial,、uh, court day, he had to add a charges because there was a law、uh, made or corrected about the sentencing a criminal for child、uh, sexual rapist or molesters. It used to be. Maximum was 15 years, but they changed to 20 years, and prosecutor didn't remember that. So, because prosecutor failed to appeal, judge has to grant only Chojo's side to. Uh, he's a sentencing, which is they ask for twelve years. Even even twelve years, Jojoson claimed that was a harsh for you know that he doesn't even remember the crime doesn't even remember that he's innocent. So he was sentenced for twelve years and he went to prison.、Um, in prison, he served a good amount of time in prison, solitary confinement cell because other inmates tried to hurt him after they found out what he had done. Uh, I have read some、uh, reporter said that、um, one of his cellmate explained how he had no remorse. Cho Joseon showed no remorse towards the victim. That he still claims he's innocent, and that he still thinks that somebody is setting him up. On December twelfth, twenty twenty, so this year. A week ago, the entire Korea, everybody, the media, the social media, and the entire country get very angry because that's the day that Cho Joseon finishes his sentence and got released. And the reason we got angry because he. Didn't say anything until a week prior to his release that he's going to back to his wife. Do you know where his wife lives right now? It's the same area when he committed a crime, and then the, very nearby the victim. Before his release, there was a massive petition to the Blue House website. Blue, Blue House is like the White House of Korea. People are asking not to let him out. People are asking,、um, you know, move him out of the area. People are asking, you know, stop him from going、uh, too near, you know, victim's house or whatever they can just to stop him from, you know, walking on the street. But government stated that he served his sentence, so there's nothing can be done about it. But the local government and the police department placed a lot of CCTV in every corner of his house, like his house, literally every little road, little alleyway, and then they hired martial arts professionals and added to the police special force. And they, you know, they were on twelve-hour rotations, just all day, just walking around, make sure that he doesn't come out and do same thing. Cho Joseon has he came out with the electronic anklet 
that he will be wearing for next seven years and his whereabouts and if he ever moved then his new address will be available on the website for next five years for hope um her family uh decide to move out of their area because they failed everything they try they asked everybody in 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 the entire country to help them to have him removed near their house or near a hometown but they said that's his right to go back to his wife and they can tell her to move so hope's family is gonna move people wanted to help hope's family so they uh, made a donation towards them it's kind of like a fun me thing and they collected over 3 million won which is like $300,000 in US dollar so her family can find a new place to live in a new area from that incident hope had internal damage due to severe uh, physical trauma she went on multiple surgery and operations for her bodily function she had me bag placed on her stomach that's a procedure is done that procedure is done when person loses a function of an anal sphincter also she had a surgery to reconstruct her uterus December 12 2020 when Jo got out his house was guarded by police from people who wants to harm him There were so many YouTubers and other social media people and angry citizens just waiting and they're just camping out outside of his house. I mean, until until today. Today is the uh, 19th of December, which is Saturday. Today I see a news. I saw a news this morning saying there's still people out there just waiting, waiting to get their hands on Jo Joo-sun to punish him. People are angry that Cho Joo-sun has a police force as a, he's a bodyguard. It does not make sense, right? I am angry and frustrated beyond any words. Um, I don't know how they can protect him, but then they totally ignored the Hope's family's little wishes that, you know, preventing him from coming near hope um, I was reading a report I was seeing a report sh- shows that average sentencing for a child molester slash rapist in Korea is five and a half years and third of them go back to where they committed a crime when they come out of the prison this frustrates me so bad this is probably the reason why I want to do something I mean I'm the only one person and I have no big influence in any social media but I wanted to start something I wanted to do my way but little by little and I just want to show hope that there's somebody out there trying to help her and you know be there for her 
I don't know when this episode will reach out to people. Uh, hopefully soon. I'm hoping and wishing that Korea, uh, the Korea's government, they can improve the child's law and sentencing. You know, in very near future, maybe catch up with America. You know, Hope is in her 20 now, um, attending college in. Like I said, doctors were able to reconstruct her organs, you know, up to I think 70%. They said her her organs were about 70% unnormal. But I read that time to time um, she has problem, you know, that it's how can you, how can it be, how can it be easy, you know, it's gotta be forever permanent scars you know it's i don't i can't even start imagine what she went through i can't an 80 years old in the bathroom there's a lot more to this case that i didn't quite understand because i i read it but then there's a lot of words that since i only lived there until 19 my adult years I spent in America so a lot of words they use in a court system I'm more familiar with the American court system and their lingo than Korean court system if that makes any sense but I am I just wanted to get this story out there as fast as I can this whole thing took me uh, over a month to gather the information and wait. I waited until Tojo-san got out of the prison so I can see the reaction of people of Korea. And so I gather as much as I can just the facts. I didn't go in details about what, what really went on at the time of the crime and during the in course of a trial. But I want to... Uh, study more and then maybe I get the full story on my podcast from 1 to 100 exactly what she went through and how we failed her Um, this is my story this is my number one episode I'm um, doing this for her and hope that helps her I don't know when but hope that this this one uh, podcast will get to people and then people talk about it more maybe short future Korean government will be pressured by you know other worlds talking about their law system and the sentencing system maybe they will improve in a very short future that's why I wanted to do a podcast well thanks thank you for listening and please share your thoughts and please pray for hope thank you guys